Welcome to the latest edition of the Views with the Views from the Wings podcast. I'm Nisha Narayan here with Aaron Palacios, and you know that a 2021 NFL season is underway. Finally, we had the Cowboys and the Bucks play a thrilling game on Thursday Thursday night, and the Bucks ended up coming back with they got the ball with like a minute 30 left, and they're able to go down the field and uh, kick the game winning field goal in 131 29. So. It was it was a really good start to the NFL season. Like, I think a lot of people were looking at looking at that game. Like, maybe this is something we'll see these close games throughout the rest of the year. So, yeah, um, Cowboys looked really good. Um, they looked good on offense anyway. The defense obviously gave them a bunch of points, but still able to force four turnovers, which is a bit surprising. But um, I think the Bucks kind of gave them. Gave them a lot of those turnovers. Um, it was a great game. Cowboys are going to be tough. They're going to be tough to tough to beat. I think I think most of us knew that, but yeah, they're definitely going to be a, a difficult team to beat. But it's good that they lost that first game. Obviously, um, I really really thought they were going to win. Once once Godwin fumbled, I'm like, Shh. yeah, I was. I got a. I have Godwin on my fantasy team, mm-hmm. so I'm like, bro, if you just at least see, he tried to fight for the end zone. He should have mm-hmm. just gone down after he got the first down. Like it would have taken so many time time off the clock as well, and you probably they Bucks probably end up scoring a touchdown. And the game's sealed by then. But yep, yep, yep. he was able to yep, make yep. that crucial catch from Tom Brady. People were debating if it was whether it was OPI. That's never gonna get called. Mm-hmm. Home opener, season opener. It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion. There's no way that. And the con- it didn't even look like OPI. It was like both guys were fighting, fighting for positioning, and then the DB fell down. So, yeah, and it looked like he in slow motion. It's so much harder to tell, like in slow motion, because people see that in slow motion, and you know you can freeze frame from there, and it looks way worse than it did when it was live. I yeah. think if you play it live, and you know it's pretty bang bang. He does kind of extend his arms a little bit, but they were both jockeying for position. Yeah, it's just, you know. I mean, Trayvon, I mean, if you if you want to, you know, you could do them in ticky-tacky if they did call. It's a tough call, but I think, I think you know, if you're expecting that call to go, if you're expecting that call to go your way, you know, can't really rely on that. Yeah, it's just, you know, the Cowboys have been on some of those calls for such a long time that it's kind of, it's, it's funny to see their, their whole fan base just like, just, like fall mm-hmm. over and discussing, oh, why didn't we get that call? But yeah, it was Dak like Dak looked he he looked he looked good after missing like eleven months. Mm-hmm. Like he was some of the touchdown passes that he threw to Amari Cooper and then that big third down play when they got that field goal to take the lead to C D Lamb. So it's just that yesterday we saw news coming out that Michael Gallup is gonna be out for three to five weeks and then Lyle Collins is going to be out for five weeks. So the Eagles, they play the Cowboys week three, Monday Night Football. So the Cowboys are going to be missing a lot of key weapons in that game. And hopefully the Eagles can, uh, you know, take advantage and at least try to keep the game closer and eventually maybe try to steal a division victory on the road. So, yeah. Now let's – the Eagles, they play tomorrow, first game of the season against the Falcons. You know, it's a very – 
it's a very intriguing game because you got two first-year head coaches in um in Nick Sirianni and Arthur Smith, and then you have Matt Ryan, experienced veteran quarterback, on the other side, and then the Falcons they ended up trading Julio Jones to the to the Titans. So now the Falcons they have Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. So it's going to be interesting to see how Jonathan Gannon he dials up game plan and how he attacks the Atlanta offense. Yeah, he's got a he's got a tough tough first game. Um, I mean, Atlanta's still got a really good offense without Julio. You know, it's it, it's not not as quite as potent, but still. I mean, you got Calvin Ridley, who I think is a top ten wide receiver in the NFL, um, pretty easily. So. Um, and, and Matt Ryan, I've said that I think, you know, this is the year he starts to take a bit of a step back, but he's still Matt Ryan, you know, he's, yeah. he's a borderline, borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. And I know that term maybe gets thrown around too much, but just yeah. looking at his stats, I mean, he's, he's top 15 pretty much all time. I, I believe in, in most career stats. So, I mean, he's put together a really, really nice career, former MVP. He's still going to be tough to beat, um, in, until he's out of this league. Um, yeah. but offensive line wise there, um, I mean, most of their guys are know. pretty, pretty green. So, yeah, exactly. And, and other than Jake Matthews, I don't see a guy on there that's super like, you know, um, entrenched as far as, you know, the top, top guy. And they've, they've put a lot of stock in McGreary and, and Lindstrom invested pretty heavily there. But I, I don't I don't know um, how good those, those guys will be, especially when going up against a defensive line like the Eagles. So they're able to get pressure on Matt Ryan. He's not a mobile guy. You know, obviously he's a he's he's a pocket passer able to get some pressure on and move him off his spot that's gonna, that's going to help tremendously and um the running game um i think is going to be the biggest the biggest kind of factor in, in here is, is is what does what does that look like because they struggled a lot you know last year with that and i think they're going to yeah. struggle again with, with my, i mean i like mike davis i mean he he produced in carolina last year but and especially like the fantasy wise he's he's a i think he's a really good fantasy player but as far as like your lead running back He's not super dynamic, and their their depth chart down the line, Cordero Patterson and Wade Gallman. I mean, that doesn't scare you too much. So, I mean, when Mike Davis, Mike, when Mike Davis is not on the field, they don't really have much much there at running back. And Davis himself, you know, he's he's not a, a kind of a blue chip type of prospect or player. He's just a guy who, you know, produced in a role and, and kind of par- parlayed that into a starting job in Atlanta. But um, looking at their offense and, and Jonathan Gannon, I think he's going to have success. Um, I think we're going to be able to get some pressure on Ryan and. Hopefully, hopefully stop Calvin Ridley from going off. Um, so I, I think, I think as long as you're able to get some pressure on Matt Ryan and keep it consistent, which you know is a is a going to be a, a big big ordeal um, to to try to do. Um, unless unless uh, if they're able to do that, I don't I don't think they'll have too much of an issue. Yeah, I think the the kryptonite for the Eagles we've always had for the past like five years we've always had a very good um, defensive line. It's just that the thing that's like the the defensive line's kryptonite is the quick passing game. Mm-hmm. It's always you know, it's, you know it's always burned us. So yeah, it's um moving over Which... over to the offense. Um, you know it's gonna be interesting to see what the what the game plan Nick Sirianni dials up. Um, is it gonna be more? Is it gonna be run heavy? Is it gonna be like? Is he going to split the run and pass play selection up? And who's going to be the players that stand out the most? Is it going to be Miles Sanders? Is it going to be Dallas Goddard, Zacherts, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins? All those guys, they they need to step up to help Jalen Hurts. And 
I'm really looking to forward to seeing what what the offense is going to look like. Yeah, you have no idea what the scheme really is um, without seeing much of anything in the preseason. I don't, I don't know what they're going to run. You know, is it is it going to be more of a West Coast type of offense? Is it going to be some sort of you know hybrid of what what kind of they ran in in San Francisco or um, or uh, Baltimore? You know, whenever with Greg Roman up there, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be some type of offense where you're trying to rely heavily on Jalen Hurts' legs or if it's something that's using a lot of screen passes and a lot of, you know, wide receiver motion, I, it's, it's tough to tell what they're going to do. And it's, it's, we're going to find out, you know, we're going to find out exactly what this offense is made of. And um, looking at the, at the Atlanta defense, it's, I, it's not a, it's not an outstanding unit by any means. I mean, they're, yeah. they're defensive, they're defensive they're not, lining. Not that they haven't been good since the Super Bowl mm-hmm. year that they made in. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and their front seven, just looking at it on paper, I mean, there's Grady Jarrett, you know, he's a name that pops out, you know, and, and Deion Jones, obviously, but those guys, they haven't had nearly as good of years as, as they did, like you said, back when the Super Bowl runs, and especially like a guy like Deion Jones, who's, who's kind of struggled here lately, and I, I just don't see an edge rusher on that team that, that really, you know, strikes fear. Maybe if, if, if you think Dante Fowler's going to, you know, give you issues, and <laughs> uh, former Eagle Steven Means is, is actually getting some playing time there, but. You know, um, secondary doesn't get much better, you know, so um, I'm not super worried about this this game, honestly. And I, I do think it'll be close because I'm not sure. I think the Eagles are going to have their own issues as far as continuity and, and, you know, getting on the same page as each other because they haven't really, you know, they haven't played games together. So yeah. I think the Eagles, I think they're going to have their own struggles. But um, this is a good first game, I think, because there's there's not a lot um, that scares me about the about the Falcons other than, if you know it, what's going to you know the one thing that could that could screw us over is if we are unable to get any pressure at all and it's just you know the Calvin Ridley Matt Ryan show and you know who knows what Darius Slay is going to be this year because he wasn't that great last year I mean he was he was solid and serviceable and he was better than you know most corners we've had here in, in a while but he's going to really have to continue to to be that top level top level cornerback especially you know lining up against Calvin Ridley week one so. I, I like having Steven Nelson on the other side. That'll help. Um, I'm not even sure who their who their outside wide receiver is. I don't. I know they've got Russell Gage there, but I don't. I, don't, I think he's usually a slot guy, isn't he? Yeah, I have, I have no yeah, clue yeah. who they're. Because mm-hmm. they're for the past for the past two years, it's been Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, the two right. guys. Then they have Hayden Hurst, who's their probably going to be their backup tight end to Kyle Kyle Pitts. So. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's gonna be a close game as well. Like I don't think Eagles are. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, it's imperative for the Eagles to get off to a good start. We've seen too many times over the past year, past few years, where the Eagles they get off to a slow start and they don't score any points in the first quarter, and like they're opposing the team that they're playing will score ten points. So they need to get. They need to start. They need to get the ball first. At least they at least need to win the try to at least win the coin toss and get the ball back because underdog it would whenever they would win the the uh, coin flip they would always defer. And now mm-hmm. we've seen under Nick Sirianni that if the if they do win the toss and they're gonna receive. So right. And I think getting um having Jalen Hurts being able, it, I think Sirianni should start with more of. To help Jalen Hurts just assimilate himself into the game, start with these like slants or 
you short crossing routes and then start building up. You don't want to first play of the game, throw like an interception. You don't want that happening in that. And then that just ruining his confidence as the game goes on. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think with Jalen Hurts, it'll be easier to get out to a, to, a, to a fast start, honestly, because I think we saw that a little bit last year and his ability to jumpstart the offense, even just with his legs or his rushing ability. Um, I, I, I'm really hoping they do get out to a, a strong start offensively and, like you, like you said, get the ball first. And I think if they do get the ball first, I'm pretty confident that they'll be able to go down and score on that first drive. So um, I, I'm feeling more and more confident as this game, you know, approaches, especially in this team in general. But, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be still a tough game. You know, the Eagles have struggled against the Falcons here recently, um, obviously after beating them in 17-18 and losing the next matchup. So, um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they how they approach it. And I, I really just want to see how how this coaching staff works. You know, if it's going to be a good coaching staff, that's the most important thing, I yeah. think, in this in this entire season. You know, regardless of record or you know playoffs, anything like that, individual success. I think it's just how these this coaching staff is 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 able to make adjustments and how they how they have these players prepared. Because if you know that's if they're not a great staff, then you know you. It doesn't matter what these players do because they're going to be gone. You know, they're going to be gone in a couple of years and then Jalen Hurts will be on his third quarterback or third coach in you know, however many years. So um, really, really just want to see Nick Sirianni look the part, you know, make smart plays, call smart plays. Um, you know, if he has to make a, a challenge, you know, make a make a smart challenge. Don't screw up a timeout situation. Just, you know, little stuff like that that you, we can build on for the next week. But um, yeah, I, I still think I still think they win, man. And if they do win, you know, that's starting out top of the division. I, I don't know who Washington and Washington plays the Chargers and the Cow- Giants play the Denver. Broncos. Yeah, so we can we could definitely be, you know, alone at the top of the division. Cause I think Washington loses to LA and who knows what happens with Denver and, and New York. But um, I mean I wouldn't be shocked if Denver wins that either. Yeah, um we'll give you I'll give you my prediction. I think the Eagles win uh twenty eight twenty. 28-20. I think they go ahead and win 24-21. Okay. Um, I think you see a few field goals. I think that Darius Slay gets the he Falcons are trying to drive, get the two score a touchdown, get the two point conversion, but mm-hmm. Darius Slay has all that and I think he has a I think he has a I don't think he'll have a Pro Bowl year. I think he'll maybe get like maybe five interceptions, but he'll be he'll be mm-hmm. very key when it comes to crucial fourth downs in games especially in the fourth quarter so well five five interceptions would be, would be huge for for us i don't i can't remember the last time we had someone have more than five i mean i think that was patrick robinson yeah year, year, so i think you're right he probably had like six i think that year or, or something like that but yeah yeah we, we don't have a whole lot of like ball hawking ball hawking defensive back so it would, would be nice um to get that and um i want to touch on real quick the injuries that they got there um Rodney Rodney McLeod being out um out yeah, for this for game it's and, been uh I think he heard it towards ACL all the way back in December so I don't think right. he's ready it's been what like nine months so he'll probably uh-huh. have a way to go but yeah so, so well they took him off pup and I, I was like I was kind of getting hopeful that they maybe he'll be back sooner than later but yeah who knows who knows when they'll be able to get back but um uh, Brandon Brooks looks like he should probably be good to go. So that's, uh, that's pretty huge. 
Yeah, pretty excited. 24-21, I think, is uh, going to be your final score, man. I think they start out 1-0. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. We'll come come back to you guys next week. We'll recap the this Eagles-Falcons game and then look, on, look forward to the home opener against the 49ers. So, fly, Eagles, fly. Follow me at Big Niche 20 on Twitter and follow Aaron at AnPalacios5. And we'll get, get back to you guys soon.